Good morning. Our service of morning prayer begins on page four of the prayer book. From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. This morning's psalm is Psalm 55, which begins on page 406. Hear my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my petition. Take heed unto me, and hear me, how I mourn in my prayer, and am vexed. The enemy crieth so, and the ungodly cometh on so fast, for they are minded to me to do some mischief, so maliciously are they set against me. My heart is disquieted within me, and the fear of death has fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and an horrible dread hath overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then I would flee away and be at rest. Lo, then would I get me away far off, and remain in the wilderness. I would make haste to escape because of the stormy wind and tempest. Draw their tongues, O Lord, and divide them, for I have spied unrighteousness and strife in the city. Day and night they go about within the walls thereof. Mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it. Wickedness is therein. Deceit and guile go not out of her streets. For it is not an open enemy that hath done me this dishonor, for then I could have borne it. Neither was it mine adversary that did magnify himself against me, for then peradventure I would have hid myself from him. But it was even thou, O my companion, my guide, and mine own familiar friend. We took sweet counsel together, and walked in the house of God as friends. Let death come hastily upon them, and let them go down alive into the pit, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. In the evening and morning and at noonday will I pray, and that instantly, and he shall hear my voice. It is he that hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many that strove with me. Yea, even God, that endureth forever, shall hear me, and bring them down, for they will not turn, nor fear God. He laid his hands upon such as be at peace with him, and he brake his covenant. The words of his mouth were softer than butter, having war in his heart. His words were smoother than oil, and yet be they very swords. O cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall nourish thee and shall not suffer the righteous to fall forever. And as for them, thou, O God, shalt bring them into the pit of destruction. The bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, 
Nevertheless, my trust shall be in thee, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 25th verse of the 16th chapter of the book of Proverbs. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. The person who labors labors for himself, for his hungry mouth drives him on. An ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. A violent man entices his neighbor, and leads him in a way that is not good. He winks his eye to devise perverse things. He pursues his lips. He purses his lips and brings about evil. The silver-haired head is a crown of glory, if it is found in the way of righteousness. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedict, who says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths, dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth verse of the fourth chapter of the book of Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever things are of good rapport, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the Lord God of peace will be with you. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philipp Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning gifts giving and receiving, but you only. 
For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Aphroditus the things which sent you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need, according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, but especially those who are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. Together the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all that hate us, perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, Give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, our only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities, and in all our dangers and necessities, stretch forth thy right hand to help and defend us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Uh, before, before I begin the meditation, I do want to clear one thing up. Um, there was no theological or liturgical reason I skipped the Venite. I just forgot. So sorry to cheat you out of that, because we're going to be heading into a penitential season where we're probably going to be doing Psalm 95 more often than the Venite. So I guess you'll have to wait until after Easter for uh, to enjoy that particular uh, canticle that we know so well. Today is our last day of Epiphany, because tomorrow we have Septuagesma, the first day of a two-and-a-half-week transitional period that prepares us for Lent. In reflecting, I often ref avoid in my reflections the Psalms because I lack the deep understanding and appreciation that, for example, Father Hayden brings to them. At the same time, for the first five weeks of Epiphany, we read selections from the Book of Proverbs, and I usually duck those too. I find them challenging to interpret, particularly the single and two-verse aphorisms that comprise chapters 10 through 22. Inspired by Deacon Bob's excellent meditation yesterday, from our entire set of readings this morning, I'd like to highlight a theme about what they suggest about the responsibilities of those who profess their belief in the one God who is the maker of heaven and earth. In particular, I'd like to focus on something, of the, something that many of us have been taught over the last few years, the importance of being a non-anxious presence. I'll start with Proverbs and highlight three of the seven aphorisms found in our nine-verse passage. First, the problem of anxiety is not just that it upsets and distracts us. As Jesus promises, let not your heart be troubled. But worse, if we let anxiety control us, we can do real damages to, damage to our lives and the lives, to the lives of those around us. As verses 27 and 28 of the, our Proverbs passage remind us, an ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. What is the answer? The author of Proverbs says, He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than who takes a city. Meanwhile, in this morning's psalm, Psalm 55, is listed in the New King James as a contemplation of David. As he so often does, David begins by enumerating some of the woes that trouble him and then talks about how that makes him feel. So in verse 2 he says, Take heed unto me and hear me, how I mourn in my prayer and I'm vexed. My heart is disquieted within me, and the fear of death has fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and, and horrible dread hath overwhelmed me. This anxiety is coming from King David, 
a faithful and mostly obedient servant of God, the man who united the twelve tribes of Israel into a single kingdom. As he usually does, David tells us the answer to these anxieties is praying to and trusting in God. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. In the evening and morning and at noonday I will pray, and that instantly, and he shall hear my voice. The words of his mouth were softer than butter, having war in his heart. The words were smoother than oil, and yet they be very swords. O cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall nourish thee, and shall not suffer the righteous to fall forever. Finally, as often in our daily office readings, St. Paul has the last word this morning. In this case, we have spent nine days in this epistle, and we, today we hear the final, his final words to the church in Philippi. As you may recall, Paul finds particular joy in the church at Philippi and their support for him. The tone of the entire letter is extremely positive. Unlike all the troubles he discusses in his letters to the Corinthians, Throughout this epistle, Paul is calling his readers to better things. So as our final thought, let me quote Paul's words from verses 6 and 7 of this morning's reading, including one verse that we hear every Sunday morning. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. From tomorrow until Easter even, we are mostly in a purple season, a time for reflection and penitence. During this period, we can all reflect on the examples of David, Paul, and many others to reduce our anxieties by increasing our trust in our Almighty God. We now return to page 18 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. It may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Most loving Father, who willest us to give thanks for all things, to dread nothing but the loss of thee, and to cast all our care on thee, who carest for us, Preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties, and grant that no clouds of this mortal life may hide from us the light of that love which is immortal, and which thou hast manifested unto us in thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for coming. Thank you again to Britt for doing double duty this morning. Hope you have a great weekend. Thanks, Jules. That was a wonderful meditation. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all. Have a good day, everybody.